Country Line is brought to you by Grow Ace Fertilisers. It's better than anything. I'm Peter Duncan. Welcome to Countryline. Right, so what you'll need to do now is stir the mixture and it's counterclockwise for exactly the same number of times as you did clockwise. Otherwise, I'd be uneven. Make sure you take a moment for a cup of tea, love. It's mid-morning in the South Australian town of Tuppence Crest, and a group of mixing machines is whipping up a batch of scones. By mixing machines, of course, I mean ladies, painstakingly putting together a recipe, most of whom would be appalled at actually using a machine in baking preparation, and aghast at the reference to whipping, when clearly they are stirring, two very distinct terms, and the twain shall never meet. Here, in the sizable kitchen within the Rural Ladies Auxiliary Base, or RLA Hall, they're preparing for the traditional Paporni District Scone Championships. Oh, none of us have the recipes written down. They're all up here, in our grey matter. Some might say a little more grey than others. <laughs> There's an old RLA saying, real cooks don't use books. <laughs> Except for Esther, who needs a little help. Poor thing, sniffed a little too much vanilla essence in the time, I believe. Hang on, just let me grab my cup. That's life member and president of the Tuppence Crest RLA, Dulcie McRae. When I was a young girl, there was only two things I wanted to be. A mother and president of a branch of the Rural Ladies Auxiliary. Well, here we are. And some might say that the RLA is the heart of many regional and remote towns. They are just so involved in the town's activities. But sadly, membership isn't as strong as it used to be, and none of the young'uns are coming through as they should. Now, I generally blame the television. But with all those serials like Country Practice and the lurid attraction of Number 96 taking up all their time, the RLA was established by Lady Essence Hampstead Angleton in the late 1800s when she saw a need for an organisation that brought together rural women for a common cause. Initially, that cause was for the eradication of the wombat, 
with large gatherings and all-female hunting parties scouring the Australian bush to decimate what, at the time, was regarded as a scourge on the landscape. Oh, yes, well, the wombat rallies were a lot of fun. <laughs> I fondly remember, recall as a young thing, at the time being allowed to attend my first one and spending a good week selecting the right tree branch to beat the devil out of those fuzz rats. That's what we used to call them back then, before the country went all green and decided to protect them. But, yeah, that's it, fuzz rats. But it was certainly a time of bonding and rivalry and seeing who had the mightiest swing. Oh, are you right for tea? Yes, fine, thank you. But the group's purpose has markedly changed over the years, hasn't it? I'll just fill your cup up here anyway, love. Um, yes, that's right. The Wombat Rally days are largely behind us now, although I think the Ledler Vale branch may conduct one incognito every few years, <laughs> just between you and I. These days we're all about supporting the community. Other members of the Tuppence Crest RLA, such as Pearl Stitt, also agree with what the organisation stands for. What you'll find here, love... It, oh, sorry, just... Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll have another cup. Ta. Thanks, Judith. Yeah. Uh, what you'll find here is just genuine people. Tea? Uh, no, thanks. Uh, there are some suggestions of uh, prominent infighting within the RLA. Is that something you've come across? Oh, heavens no. Not infighting as such, but some do do things in their own fashion. For instance, one of our members whom... I'd prefer not to name, is adamant on using brown sugar in a jam sponge roll, which to me and many of us is simply ludicrous. Uh, but we've said, Jean, if that's your disposition to bake that way, so be it. Uh, mind you, I'll never loan her a cake tin again. RLA membership around the country is declining, though, much like the reduction in soil-borne disease pressure thanks to Growace fertilisers. According to an independent survey conducted by analyst Pick and Smear Associates, many disgruntled members have left the organisation, stating it was too old-fashioned and bickering had reduced the group's effectiveness. It's a suggestion RLA Doily Placement Subcommittee Secretary Faline Smergson was having none of. What you've got to remember is that these are bush women, are many of whom have grown up among the stock camps and rough ringers of a very hard land, so... When something needs to be said, they'll be forthright and somewhat direct in their response. There are, there are some extraordinary uh, tales within the lives of these ladies here. Um, I myself have you know, delivered several babies in the bush and had to shoot some fine old horses as well, sometimes within the same day. Um, so there's, there's a lot of history here. Would you care for a cup of tea? Yes. Here, I'll put this. Yes. Yes. No, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. You can't put that. Yes, well, I'm going to put my documents. Have you seen my documents? We try to keep our communication to members via a written newsletter, which we post out, 
So we have to pop that in the mail every month or so. Gwen is our computer guru, being the young thing that she is. Gwen, do you mind me asking how old you are? <laughs> I'm 68. I mean, we put all sorts of information and snippets into this post out. Things like town news, jokes, a cheeky bit of gossip and a column called Lovely Things, which is really just a rehash of what Macca spoke about on the wireless last Sunday morning. Oh, yes, that's my face. Yes, indeed. We never miss Macca. Oh, never. No, never. <laughs> the day of the Paporni District Scone Championship is here. And this year, the competition is being hosted by the Tuppence Crest, RLA. It's also part of a subtle recruitment drive to push up membership numbers. Competition entries are rolling in, with entry of precisely six scones being required to be dropped in personally by the baker. All right. Well, are they scones, are they? They're fresh out of the oven this morning. Right. <laughs> well, just place them over there on the novice table. There's a chap. Uh, I, I am a pastry chef by trade. Yes, I'm sure you are. Just on that table, thank you. Dulcie's husband, Llewellyn, dutifully stands by shifting entries and ensuring each of the judges' teacups are kept topped up. Uh, Lou, what do you think of the RLA? Does it, does it need a rebrand? Well, uh, uh, well it's, it's certainly a worthwhile endeavour on the whole. And there are areas, however, where changes could be. Oh, Lou's a big supporter of the RLA, aren't you, love? He's never far away trying to pinch a piece of ginger tea cake as a sample or a peanut butter crinkle. <laughs> but he knows he can't because he's riddled with diabetes these days. Isn't that, isn't that right, love? Um, oh. Judging has drawn to a close and the announcement is made. It really was such a high standard of entries, but there can only be one winner. And this year it's gone to Jean George. Well, there you go. That, that won't have been everyone's choice, but yes, interesting. What's that? Hmm? Oh, yes, I, I think she was a Rutherford before she married him, and the, and the property was brought out by those Victorians, Sylvia and, um, it's Sylvia and Charlie Frockton. Mm. So, Dulcie, did the event end up being successful? Did you get any new members? Well, it's been a lot of fun, hasn't it? I, I think we've shown the true colours of the RLA and that it's not all about gossip and missing bonnets. So, yes, I'm fairly happy with the result. <laughs> Although we won't be asking those judges back next year.